Hey peeps, this is Fernie, your resident psychic, medium, and spiritual teacher, and you're listening to Fernie Unfiltered, where we dive into topics that enlighten, inform, and entertain the soul. On today's episode, we are discussing the law of attraction and how you can use it correctly. So stick around because you won't want to miss this. So what is the law of attraction? Um, it's not as an, it's not an easy answer because there is a there are a lot of people who have different ideas or different interpretations about law of attraction. Um, I can only share what I understand and what I know from my own personal experience. Um, and what law attract what law of attraction means to me is it basically means the idea of like energy attracting like energy, which means that which is of of, of a certain nature will attract to itself more of the same substance, more of the same energy. Um, and, and, and for me, it, there's not, it's not just an energy idea. It's not an idea like that we just made up as far as a spiritual concept. It's, there's actually science behind it. I mean, when the universe, when the galaxy, when the solar system came together, um, you know, the only way for these planets to grow and to become planets were for all of this debris to become attracted to each other and the bigger it got the more it pulled in uh, it's the same kind of concept so the law of attraction is an idea that like attracts like it's that simple um in my opinion but there's a lot of other opinions about it there's a lot of other ideas about what law of attraction is but when you break it down to its most basic component that's what it is like attracts like um so how does it work because a lot of people have different ideas about that as well and it's because become this kind of clusterfuck in the world today where everybody has a different idea or a different opinion about how to manifest something or how to, how law of attraction works. How does it, you know, work for you? In other words, um, the way that law of attraction works is essentially when something is a substance, an idea, an emotion, um, energy, etc. if it vibrates, if it, it form, if it comes to be of a certain substance and it vibrates and it has certain properties, it begins to pull in other like forms of energy, other like forms of property, um, forms of energy, forms of substance. So if someone's in a bad mood, all of a sudden it becomes infectious and everybody starts to get in a lousy mood. Um, if there is someone who is really excited or they're laughing, everybody else seems to get really excited or laughing. Um, they start to like have a good time. They, ha they start to, to shift their energy shifts in that way. But the way that it works and the way that I've come to understand it is that what you think, feel, and be or are um, and how you act or react essentially begins to create a type of energy. It tends to become um, a, a state of being, a, a source of energy. So if you think a certain way, if you have certain thoughts that you think regularly, if you have um, emotions that you feel regularly, if you see things or experience something and you act in or react um, in accordance with that, then that is also um, a type of energy. So um, what you are is what you attract to you. It's the basic concept of law of attraction. So what you put out into the world, what energy you send out into the world through your thoughts, through your emotions, through your actions and reactions, through your state of being is what you're going to bring into your life. It's what you're going to 
become. Um, and, and, and people always have it backwards. They always believe that, you know, in order for you to have something, you have to wait for it to come to you. Um, but the idea behind law of attraction and manifestation is what you are comes to you. So if you want to create something, if you want to to be something, then you have to practice everything within your power to be that. And the universe will reflect back to you, will bring back to you the reality of that, whatever it may be. You kind of think of it this way. The, the universe, everything in existence, even my physical bodies, all of it is just a matrix. Um, it reminds me of like the... Um, the Star Trek where there's a holodeck and there's this room where you go in there and you tell the computer what you want. And if you want to like be eating lunch in Paris, all of a sudden it shapes and everything changes and you're literally eating lunch in Paris. Um, so it conforms, it changes and transforms to accommodate that which you desire. Um, and for us in the real world, for us in the world, and I call it the real world, it's really not the real world, but I call it the world. For us uh, on this plane, what we believe what we think what we feel what we how we act how we react and our state of being essentially begins to program into the universe it programs the universe to start to conform and to mold and to reanimate itself to rework itself in a way that is accommodating to our state of being to our will per se and that is the power of god that is you know the ability to create a universe to create all of life all of creation that is what God does. Um, so what is manifestation? If you are desiring something or if you're wanting to do something specific, like if I want to manifest a happy home or a happy uh, family situation, um, then that is your desire. That is what you're wanting. Then the manifestation is when life, the universe changes to give you the best example, the best opportunity to experience that. Um, and so that's what manifestation is. It's the, the creation that you, that you make essentially is what it is. Um, someone asked me, um, can you manifest anything? Because a lot of people in this industry, they believe that, you know, positive, 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 positive. Like if, like you can only manifest positive things or you can only, you know, you're only supposed to create positive things. We're dual beings. I mean, we have many sides to ourselves as spiritual beings and physical bodies. And we honestly can create and manifest anything that we want to create or manifest. In my life, I have had the opportunity of having both experiences. I've been able to create some amazing, um, amazing life altering, just, um, I, I can't even tell you how magnificent the things that I've created in my life have been, but I've also created some really painful experiences, some really difficult and challenging. And I've also created some things that were not my best. So I've had the experience of creating both and we all create both. We all create positive and negative. Most of us, I think come into life where we have the idea that, um, life is a struggle. Life is hard. And everything that you do, you really have to push and work hard to, to achieve anything. So we have this natural alignment through our culture, through our society, through our parents, the conditioning from our friends, our just even watching the TV helps to condition us. It, it turns us into these individuals who only automatically want to manifest and want to create negativity. Um, and so negativity begets negativity if there's negativity it's gonna 
create more negativity. If there's positivity, it's going to create more positivity. So you can create both positive or negative. Um, I've been able to do some amazing things with it. I've been able to do some horrific things with it. It just depends on who you choose to be and what you want to create, what you choose to create intentionally on a regular basis. Um, Most of us go throughout our day just like unconsciously manifesting, unconsciously creating and attracting things into our lives. So we have no idea that we're doing it. Um, but we are, we are creating 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are doing something every single second of every single moment of every single day. So that is because we are God essentially. And I've said this many times before, and I'm going to say it again, because people don't usually don't realize that we are creative beings. We are an expression of the grand creator. So there's God, and then there are the pieces of God that make up the big God, which are we. And then what we do in our lives what we create are just aspects of ourselves as well so the universe the world the the life that we we live is not a life that we necessarily um, are forced to live it's a life that we create every moment every second every day and so all the thoughts you think all the emotions you're having all of the beliefs all of your actions and reactions your your resting state of being is constantly creating um and so as of uh, you know you're creating every single moment of every day so it never stops and never not works it's always working it's always doing its thing so people don't realize that in order for you to start to use this in order for you to start to take that power back and to utilize your god creative manifestational power you have to understand that you're doing this every moment of every day so what you're thinking from one moment what you're feeling from the next moment what you're experiencing etc that um that is constantly bringing more into our lives that's constantly giving the universe instructions we are giving the universe we're giving the world everything that we see all physicality this microphone the video that you're watching your you as a person like Every moment I'm creating something and it's all a reflection of what is going on in here. Um, And so the world, what we live in, the universe exists and it's solid to us. It's, It's consistent to us because we all on a soul level, on a unanimous God level, agreed that this is how it was going to be for us here um so the world is the way it is because we all agreed on it um but your own personal experience in this physical reality can be very unique to you even though the world is what it is and the stuff that's going to happen is still going to happen um you can have your own very individuated experience here you don't necessarily have to go by the by the trend or the norms that affect everybody else that is going that's happening everywhere else in the world um it it takes me back to the story about this man who he um was in a concentration camp and he actually wrote a book about this but he was in a concentration camp and um in those camps it was pretty dire i mean there it was very cold they didn't have enough bedding covering they weren't given enough food um there were no run there was no running water there was like there was just nothing right um and a lot of people died during the holocaust with the concentration camps and there was this one individual where he what he would do is every day he would have, I think one day he had received his lunch or his meal for that day, which was basically a bowl of water, dirty water with a fish head. Like it wasn't even a fish, it was a fish head and it was just raw. 
Um, and so that's what he was given as a meal. Um, and he sat there and he just used it as a way to meditate and to focus and just to find a way to be grateful, find a way to be appreciative that he had received that. Um, that's really hard to do. I mean, that's got to take, you've got to be in a real unique mental state to be appreciative for that. But he was able to transform his sense of fear and sense of worry and sense of pain. He was able to kind of focus that into a sense of appreciation. Um, he did survive the Holocaust. A lot of the people he was with did not. He was able to survive the Holocaust. Um, and he attributes that to his mindset, to what he was able to focus on, to what he was able to do um, in, in those moments when everything just seemed like it was hopeless and there was no nothing left for him. So um, so when we come back, we're going to talk about how manifestation um, affects destiny because a lot of people have questions about that. So we'll get to that in just a few moments. So manifestation with destiny, um, there's this idea, you know, we believe LOAers, <laughs> that's what we're called, law of attraction, LOAers, manifestors, um, that you can manifest anything. Um, that's the belief behind it. Um, personally, me, I don't necessarily agree with that 100% because in my opinion, destiny, destiny trumps manifestation. And what I mean by that is you have, before you've come into this physical world, before you decided, Hey, I'm going to be in, in that play. I've got to, I'm going to be this person, this part, I'm going to play this part in this play. So, but that part is not an easy part. You know, the character, they have to go through, um, rejection. They have to find themselves in that, re in the, in those experiences of rejection. They have to rebuild themselves. They have to find their own self-worth and value. Um, so there's a lot of different roles and different types of positions and, um, characters and circumstances and experiences that we desire on a higher vibrational level, on a soul level, on a God level, we want to experience everything. We want to experience what we are capable of experiencing because that's what we're here for. We're here to be. Um, we're here, you know, God breathes through our life experiences. If we don't have those experiences, God doesn't breathe. It's that simple in my opinion. So destiny is going to always override personal manifestation because once we get down here we've come we've come down here with our memories wiped we gave ourselves amnesia because we want to have we want to completely devote ourselves to the character we're playing i'm not actually fernie i am the soul that has condensed itself into this persona and has given itself a memory wipe so that i can kind of relate only to fernie's life i can't relate to anything else because i need to stay more focused and and use this unique perspective for the purpose of, of creation for the purpose of expansion on a grand scale so um we come down here with a an agenda we have some very specific ideas for what we want to do when we're here um that doesn't mean that every part of our life is planned out we don't plan every single you know part of our life you know if i want to take a trip from houston to san francisco then i have an idea of the route that i'm going to be taking but while i'm on that route a lot of a lot of shit can go down a lot of stuff can happen and so when we get down here even though from a 
human perspective from a very like humanoid issues, bills, family, etc., drama. From a human perspective, we have things we want. We have things we desire. And we desire a lot of things. I mean, we're constantly desiring something. And we only think about those things and how those things are going to improve our lives or how those things are going to make our lives better. Oh, I want more money. I want to make, I want to get a better job or I want a happier job or want a less stressful job or I want a job where my boss isn't an asshole. Um, or I want a lover who is perfect and is going to serve every need that I have. It's going to make me happy or I want this or I want that or I want a better car or I want a better house or blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of things that we would want on a very superficial human level, but on a soul level, our soul is like, uh-uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't care how dumb your individuated personality Fernie is. I have a plan and we're going to work out the plan. We're not going to do what Fernie wants 100% of, of the time. We're going to do what I want on a bigger level because I you know, put myself in the situation to have and experience certain things. So if we're going through life and we're trying to create or manifest some things, we're trying to attract some things into our, our reality, sometimes the answer is going to be no. Um, and it's not because we can't do it. It's not because we um, don't have the ability or the power to do it. It's because there is a plan in place that must be must be must be completed must be worked through there is a mission that we're all on and that mission is all of these experiences all these little things that we're supposed to go through in our lives uh, experiencing things through our unique perspective me as fernie you as you so that is going to supersede what we desire on a very basic human superficial level and so what we desire um is possible and you can totally manifest whatever you want except and if it's in contradiction to the plan, not going to happen. Um, you might have other ways of experiencing what you're desiring. You can find other ways or other forms of experiencing that which you are longing for. But if it is in, if it is in direct contradiction to the plan, the soul plan, it's not going to happen. Um, and it's taken me a long time to figure this out and to understand this because there are, are a lot of things in my life that I did want to manifest. Um, and a majority of the stuff that I wanted, I manifested. But there are a few things that did not come to pass. And there are very specific reasons why. Because I I would have totally skipped out on certain lessons. I would have totally skipped out on certain experiences that served me on a higher, grander scale. And if I would have gotten those manifestations, it would have interrupted that experience for me. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't on a grander scale, you know, it's almost like, Hey, do you want to walk two miles and get the exercise that will help your body be healthier and help you to be, you know, better? Or do you just want to jump in, in a cab and just go down two miles? Um, but if you jump in a cab and go down two miles, you've basically like opted out of this experience of being healthier or being in a, in a, in a good body. So that's what I'm talking about is it's, it's you, there are certain things you're just going to have to go through. Um, so that is how manifestation works with destiny. You're still going to be able to manifest quite a lot. You're still going to be able to create quite a lot. Um, and a lot of the instructions you give the universe, you'll be able to do. Um, but there are some things that are just not going to happen. So no matter what you do, if you try and try and try and try and try to do something and it's just not happening for you, then the answer is one of two things. The answer is the universe saying, no, sorry, this is a contradiction to your life's experience that you need. Or this isn't the route to achieve that. Find another path. 
it's either one or the other. Um, for me, I always like, okay, well, accept it as an experience and then see if there's another path that re- that shows up for you. Because usually when you stop trying to do something, then there will be a different path that is made available to you if you're still supposed to achieve that, if you're still in alignment with that creation. Um, but if it's a no, solid no from the universe, then the all, all, all roads lead to to the cul-de-sac. All roads lead to a U-turn and they're just going to bring you right back to the same spot. So... What are the actual steps to manifestation? Um, this is a this is a, a pretty simple approach to creating the life that you want, um, but it takes a lot of work, and people don't realize how much work it takes. But it's a pretty simple recipe. Um, desire is the first step to manifest the life that you want. To manifest the things that you would like to experience, you have to desire them first. Usually, you desire them by having experiences in your life that give you a direct opposite of what it is that you want. In other words, when I was a kid, I remember um, I didn't have a bed. I used to sleep on the couch, and this was like a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, one bedroom apartment that I lived in with my mom and her and my stepfather. Um, and they slept in the bedroom. I slept on the couch. And I remember I would fall asleep at night staring at the North star at, um, not so what is it? Um, the, um, Polaris, I think it's Polaris. And so I would fall asleep at night, staring at the star, staring at Polaris. And I would dream about being, having a bed because I wished I had a bed. I mean, I was sleeping on a couch and it wasn't that comfortable. So I would dream about being in a bed and I would imagine it and I would feel what it would feel like. And it just, it, it just getting into that state. And so I was desiring to be able to have a bed, but I still loved seeing the stars. And I actually wished I could see more stars. Um, today, and it's, it's taken what, like 25, 30 years. Um, today I do have, you know, of course my own bed, but I also thank God for that. Cause I know a lot of people who don't have their own beds, but I have my own bed and I have these amazing, like huge windows in our bedroom. And sometimes when I just want to stare at the sky and stare at the stars while I'm falling asleep, I can do that. And because of where I live here in New Mexico, we have such a massive view of the sky and the stars are so bright that it's just, it's kind of overwhelming and it's awe-inspiring, but it really does help me to feel comforted. And it takes me back to that moment when I had to desire, which was experiencing something that I did not want to experience and desiring or wishing or dreaming about something I did. So your dreams, your wishes, your desires are the instructions that you're going to be giving the universe. It's kind of like a, Hey, I'm thinking about doing something. Let me shoot you an email. And the universe is like, okay, well, you know, you, you're, you've let me know what you wanted, but I don't know if you're actually for real about this. And that takes us to our second step, which is, you know, confirming with the universe, validating the universe, making sure that the universe knows, no, we're like, we're, we're dead serious. Like this is something that we really want. Um, and so the way that you do that is by feeling, thinking, acting, and being. Um, So you reach for anything that gives you a feeling of what the end result will look like. In other words, you don't worry about how you're going to get to to the achievement or to the desire to, to achieving the desire to manifesting what you want. You don't worry about how that's going to come about. That's not your work. That's not your job. Your job is just to do whatever is w- within your power to get as close to that reality as possible. And what I mean by close to that, I don't mean necessarily like physically. Now, granted, in some cases and in some instances, yeah, it is. You know, taking yourself closer to something physically. But it's more about shifting your energy, your vibration, all that you are, um, all that you are, your state of being. It's about shifting that 
and bring yourself as close to what it is that you want as possible. So the way you do that is by reaching for a feeling that is as close to what that would be like. Um, in other words, when I was wanting to move to Santa Fe um, and here, I didn't really, I, I actually didn't know that I wanted to live here. But um, I, I just, I, I wanted something different. I was ready for a change. I was kind of ready to get out of Houston. Um, and I wanted to feel differently. I wanted to feel more connected to nature. I wanted to feel more around the mountains and I wanted to be around the desert. And I knew I had a, a desire for that, but I didn't know what it felt like. And so I just randomly like booked a trip to come to Santa Fe. And so I brought us here. And by being here, by coming to this place, it made real something that I had been reaching for, which is the feeling of what it would be like to be here. So that was me reaching for that feeling and giving myself something that made me feel it in that way. You don't necessarily have to take yourself and go to a trip to feel something, but you have to give yourself as close to a feeling of what it is to be in that situation as possible. There are a lot of people who are like, I want to win the lottery. And so they imagine like being excited and happy every day. And like, you're like, Oh my God, life is amazing. Like, People who are millionaires are not walking around every day saying life is amazing. I'm happy every second of every day. All my problems are gone. Like millionaires have problems too. So for you to think that you're going to be able to like manifest a lottery win or something like that because you're 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 pretending that that to feel like a millionaire, but real millionaires don't feel that way. They have real problems. They have real issues, just like everybody else. They just have less financial um, effects on their lives than most of the population. That's the difference. So feeling has to be very authentic. It has to be a very authentic form of feeling. Um, thinking something is, is you know, the more you think about something, not in, an, not in an obsessive way where you are just forcing yourself to think about it when you don't really want to think about it, that's going to kill the vibe for you. That's going to actually push it away from you. So I would actually focus on just, you know, random thoughts in your head that, that make you think about the place, um, and, or make you think about the experience or make you think about what it would be like, just random stuff. And those are just thoughts, you know, letting the thoughts come to you and kind of sitting with those thoughts and really giving yourself over to those thoughts. So thinking about something, um, acting is another thing. Acting is more about, you know, taking steps, taking actionable steps, strategic steps that are going to help you achieve your goal. Because you can sit on your ass at, at home on the couch watching TV all day and you can feel all you want to feel and you can think all you want to think. But if you're not getting up and doing something that can help you to get closer to it, then you're essentially like you're being lazy and you're telling the universe you're not serious. You're you're, you're like, yeah, I'm thinking about wanting this. I'm feeling about wanting this, but I'm not going to do anything to, 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 to make this happen. So I'll get back with you later. Like you're, you're literally telling the universe, you know, I'm thinking I'm feeling, but I, I don't really, I'm not really planning on doing anything about this. Um, so acting is important. Being is another important uh, thing as well. You know, really getting into the state of being. What is it like to be that person who has that or who is experiencing that? Um, and I always tell people, focus more on experiences and less on things because experiences are going to they're going to help you to grow and evolve and they're probably going to align with your soul's plan anyways. When you're going for things, that doesn't mean you can't have things, but try to have the experience of something versus the thing of something. If I want to feel like I'm in an amazing automobile vehicle and it's just not giving me any problems, it's not breaking down on me, um, what does it feel like to be in a vehicle that 
fulfills that for me um and what is it like to feel like all the buttons are new and it's got like the sync up with the phone and i can play my music what does that feel like the experience of it focus on the experience because you're focused on i want the bmw i want the bmw i want the bmw all you're focusing on is an inanimate object that doesn't really hold a value for you you need to focus more on the experience of it versus the physicality of it because that's going to help bring you closer to it as well um, so that's a state of being that's basically you encompassing and taking all your energy and kind of being someone being something in thought in emotion and in action or reaction um, so that I think begins the process of energy alignment because what will happen then is once you begin to move in the direction and you're actually not moving in the direction of anything you're 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 shifting your energy around to essentially sync up link up with what it is that you're trying to create for yourself so what tends to happen at that point is the universe begins to rearrange itself so that it can start to show you to reflect back to you that which is you and you are who you are i am what i am it's what god it's what's written in scripture i am that i am so what you are is what you what you are and the universe reflects responds back to you in that way um how do i know i'm doing this right um that is a good question and um, there are a lot of things that you will start to see and experience once you realize you're aligning because alignment is very very obvious you'll start to have signs all over the damn place um you'll start to see numbers lining up you'll start to have things happen that just are like wow that was easy um you know it's like i'm gonna go and i'm gonna i've in order for me to get this job i'm gonna go and apply to the job so i'm, I'm spending the night I'm getting my application ready. I'm getting my resume ready. And then that's that, you know, and then I go to sleep and then I wake up and there's an email and it's a friend that's saying, Hey, you know, uh, I know that you had mentioned that you're looking for a change a few weeks back and, uh, the company that I work for, they're looking for new people. And I think you definitely qualify. Are you interested in maybe trying out for the job? And it may not be exactly the job that you were going to go for, but it very well can give you the same experience. It could very well give you what you're looking for. That's alignment. So the universe begins to align with what what you are. So you'll start to have all these synchronous things happening around you. Um, and not only that, but you'll also start to feel a sense of like magic. Like there's like, it just feels magical because how is that so weird? Or, oh my gosh, you know, like how did that just happen? Like it's, it feels magical. It feels very synchronicitous. Um, but that's, those are signs that things are starting to materialize. Also, um, don't expect like huge fireworks. Don't expect things to come with a boom because um, usually when nothing is going on, but you're still working on something, that's actually also a sign as well because what me, what that means is if you aren't if, if if nothing is going on that means that you're not actually creating negative negative energy or negative uh, alignment or negative um attraction you're attracting negative things you're actually attracting to a higher positive thing but to make that switch to make that jump you're no longer seeing as much negative experiences or negative situations show up in your life so that like lull or that period where not nothing's going on that's another sign that you're aligning because you're shifting that energy and you're aligning with the thing that you want by seeing less of the thing you don't want okay so um, I have quite a few tools for manifestation that I personally use all the time um, and I'm going to get to those tools in just a moment So my favorite tools for 
using law of attraction because law of attraction is just the law manifesting is what you're really focused on so one of my favorite tools one of my favorite um, things to use is a vision board now vision board is an old-fashioned way of like just basically taking pictures of what you want to create and putting it on a board somewhere Um, and a lot of people don't really like vision boards because they feel like it doesn't work for them well I learned a long time ago that they actually work extremely well but you have to be very concise and you have to be very specific in your boards Um, so what I always suggest is if you're going to use a vision board um, only you know well actually I'll get to that in a minute because I'm going to get more into like how I use a vision board so that you can use it too but vision boards are a great tool so that's one tool that you can use um, the make-believe or the 10 game is another tool to use as well because what you're doing is you're taking yourself into an imaginary place where the reality that you're seeking the desire that you have is real it's 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 happened and so you're starting to reach for and grow and expand into that reality through the through the point of make-believe through through the experience of make-believe so that's helping you to kind of get more real in feeling and being what it is that you're trying to create Um, that reaching for the feeling is part of that as well also in inspired action um, is another tool as far as um, manifesting. And what I mean by inspired action is, um, you know, whatever you want to create, whatever you want to manifest, start taking action in the direction of that. That's just makes sense for you. Um, If you are wanting a job, you probably need to make an application, you know, you probably need to go and apply to some places. So that's, that's, action. But when you have a friend who calls you up and says, Hey, you know, there's this job. Are you interested? That's inspired action. Cause you were already going to go in that direction anyways, but now there's an inspiration. There's a drive behind it. Cause now it's lining up with what you're trying to do. That's inspired action. Um, another tool are affirmations. I know a lot of people who listen or, or read affirmations every day. Um, they do work. Um, I have a very specific experience with protecting my energy and protecting myself from someone who's going to hurt me physically hurt me. Um, um, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager. Um, and in this specific instance, what I would do is every morning I would wake up and I would say, actually in the morning I would wake up and say the same thing at night. I would go to sleep and say the same thing, but I would envision that I had a bubble of light around me. And this bubble was like this, like protective barrier that protected me from negativity or people who intended ill will towards me. So that was one, um, one visual. So I would, say this and then I would visualize these things. So God surround me with the white light of the Holy Spirit or the or the or the protective bubble of light uh, surround me with the sacred circle of mirrors because I had a belief, I had this idea that if negativity sees itself or encounters itself, it can't feed off of that energy. It can't support itself. So it's going to go off and do its own thing. So I'd envision like these mirrors around me reflecting back um, the energy back to itself. So it basically I would become energetically invisible to negativity so that was another thing um surround me with the sacred circle of mirrors surround me with a band of angels i'd imagine these beautiful gorgeous angels around me just like holding hands and just around me in a circle protecting me guarding me from any negativity um so i i would say this every single day god surround me with the white light of the holy spirit surround me with the sacred circle of mirrors surround me with the band of angels to protect me from any negativity i align myself with positive energy positive experiences and positive growth um and I would say that every morning and I would say that every evening. And as I would say it, I would envision it as if it was like, you know, as if it was natural for that to be. And uh, I had one experience where I was going to school. I was walking to school one day. There was this guy walking towards me and I just, 
there was this really weird feeling that I had as I got closer. And I don't, I've only had this feeling twice in my lifetime, but this feeling was like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Red alert, red alert. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. It's like something screaming inside of you to get away from the situation or to leave the situation. Something is wrong. And so as I was walking, I wasn't going to react that way because I didn't understand why I was feeling that way. And I was like, I don't get why I feel this way. This guy doesn't look threatening. He looks like a normal guy, but I felt something was wrong. And so I did didn't, I didn't change my behavior, but what I did is I said my prayer. I said, God, surround me with the white light of the Holy Spirit, the sacred circle of mirrors um, that reflects negative energy back towards itself and the band of angels to protect me from um, with love and light and all that other stuff. So I said that. And I said it in my head because I felt such a fear of dread and fear and, and just overwhelming energy connected to this person getting closer and closer to me so he got like within 20 feet of me and I said that in my head and I swear to God to you the moment I finished saying that in my head he stopped dead in his tracks and then he walked across the street because we were on the sidewalk he walked across the street to the very opposite side in a big circle and then he walked back onto the sidewalk so it's almost like he intentionally was trying to avoid me by walking in this massive circle going across the street into traffic and then back around back over to the same sidewalk that he was just on i had no I, for me it's it's one thing that someone's going to just step out of the way but it's another thing if you're going to go all the way across the street across two lanes of traffic to get to the other side and then walk back across once you once i pass like that for me was like whoa what the hell just that like what was that so for me that was absolute validation that affirmations work. Um, and I actually did that one more time um, in my lifetime and it worked the, the, the second time I did it as well. So affirmations do work as long as you put a lot of faith into them, put a lot of power into them. And as long as you have this whole visual imagination, imagination aspect associated with it as well, it's not just the words that have the power, but it's the whole um, cacophony of different energies that you're putting into it, different focuses you're putting into it. So affirmations definitely work. Um, and it's, it's very much like, like, um, ritualistic, uh, exercises or like magic, people who do magic, people who do Wicca, people who do ritual, they put a lot of power into that. And so the people who really put all their energy into it, it will hold a lot of power for them. That's why I believe crystals are very powerful for some people because it's not the crystal itself that has any real power, but it represents something for that person and the person putting energy into the believing in it and using it they're wielding their own power the power isn't coming from the crystal the crystal is just a reflection of your own power of your own energy so it's not real but you believing in it and it, it representing that power for you that's where the power comes from um so those are my favorite those are my favorite tools for um for manifestation for using law of attraction um my absolute favorite of course is my vision board so the, and i want to get back to this um so I actually will talk more about my vision board experiences in just a moment.
So my vision board experience has been just very consistent over uh, many years of my life. I started doing vision boards back when I first learned about law of attraction. I think I learned about law of attraction like in 2007 or 2008 when it came out on Oprah. Um, she had a whole show on The Secret and the law of attraction and the movie, the film, The Secret. And it transformed and changed so much of, I mean, it just hit, like it almost was like someone slapped me across the face and immediately like I felt that resonate so deeply. And it, it started up with this idea because um, back then I was working at Starbucks and I was working working at Starbucks and um, some there was this weird thing that would happen behind, working behind the counter where if you were working on the bar and you were making drinks, you would have orders coming from the drive-thru. You would also have orders coming from people at the register. And what would end up happening is there would be like someone would order like a grande Americano and then the next person in the drive-thru would order grande Americano with some room. And then the next person in the, the next person behind the other person that just ordered the Americano at the register would order a grande Americano with room and two Splenda. So it's like the same drink but it's almost like variations of the same drink and then i'd come in and i'd there'd be like three or four people in line and they'd all order the same drink but they didn't know each other um or there'd be like five white mochas and i'm like did someone order all these white mochas? no it's like no those are all separate people it's like what they all lined up like synced up like that so it's just so weird that we were seeing these like patterns and if you worked at a coffee house or if you've ever worked at starbucks you know exactly what i'm talking about where you see these repeating patterns you see these these trends and these themes that happen with energy. And I always wondered about that. So when I watched Oprah and I saw her talking about the secret and those experiences that they were having, it immediately resonated and hit me hard because I was like, whoa, this is what I've been wanting to know for so long. I've questioned and I've wondered what is this that that's happening here? So for me, that was a huge, like a huge epiphany and vision boards that's when I began to use vision boards because um, I am a visual person. I have to see it. Even if it's in my own mind, I have to see it. And whenever I'm doing readings, I have to see it. I'm a very clairvoyant visual person. So for me, seeing something means more than saying something. So I began to create these vision boards. And it actually took um, it took a few attempts at trying to get the right recipe. But what has worked for me when it comes to vision boards is essentially I take an image of the thing that I want to experience, not the thing I want to have, the thing I want to experience. So if I want, so I have this one vision board that I created, like I think this was back in 2008 or 2009, and I have like six things on the vision board and just six. Um, my sister, she's like an, a vision board, like whore. And so her vision board is so congested. There's so much stuff on there that it dilutes the power of each visual. And that's something that a lot of people make mistakes with, with the vision boards is they put too much on their vision board. So it's over, it's congested. I had a friend who she was very spiritual. She was a very powerful person. Um, and she believed in the power of things. So she had crystals and she had this and that and bells and crystal bowls, all this other stuff. But when you went to her home, she was a hoarder and she had so much stuff there that even though those things represented power for her and they held power for her, she was in effect, uh, she was reducing the effect of her ability to use those things because she had so much crap. So it's not about how much stuff you have that you can use. It's about amplifying the effect of the things that you do, that you do use so that you can get the most from it. 
And so for me, vision boards is definitely one of those things. So whenever I create a vision board, I usually only put six pictures on there. And each of those pictures represents something that I'm trying to work towards or something that I'm trying to experience, not something I want to have, something I want to experience. So if I want to travel, I will put like a few images or a few, like a little, a little, uh, picture of traveling and and like the inside of an airplane and what the first class section looks like or a place that I want to experience and what represents that place. So it's what I want to experience. Um, if I want to experience, uh, if I want to have a specific type of vehicle, then I'll find a vehicle that makes me, that, that I can connect with or that I can relate to that gives me the same, the same feeling. Um, I remember in that vision board, I had a picture of a, of a Jeep, um, a Jeep Liberty, because I really liked the feel of a Jeep Liberty. My ex had one. And then I knew someone through work who also had one. So when I would, when I would be in it, I liked the drive and the feel of it. So I put a picture of that because I could relate to that. I knew what that felt like. But every time I would see that, I would just focus on the feeling of it, not necessarily the item itself. Um, and I think since then that that specific model actually got discontinued and a new model came in and I didn't really care for the new model of the Jeep Liberties. I didn't really like them, but I, I ended up buying a truck that feels so similar to what the Jeep Liberty feels. And I actually love my truck. So I get, you know, I was able to achieve something that gave me the experience of it, not necessarily the exact thing uh, in that way. So I focus on the things I want to experience. And for me, when I was moving to Santa Fe, I had a picture of my, I had a picture, I had initially created a picture of a desert outside of a window. And then I had a little like MacBook or a, or a laptop right there. And I had it in front of my, um, my um, treadmill because every time I would go jogging every day on my treadmill, I would listen to music that made me feel great. And then I would see that and be there. I would be totally be there in my mind. So then when I actually took a trip to New Mexico, because I wanted to have this view of the mountains and a certain type of setup, I actually like went into one of the rooms that had the views that we stayed at and I rearranged the furniture and I put my computer there and I took a picture of it. And then I replaced the picture on my vision board with the picture I had taken of something that's real, something that I could relate to something that was closer to reality for me than the picture that I just romanticized or made to put together. So on my vision boards, I put things that I can relate to that are going to give me the feeling of. Um, and I try to feel those things and be there as often as I can in my headspace, in my mind, in my heart. Um, and at a certain point, once I've done it enough and once I've, you know, been doing it every day, um, which I always tell people, it takes about 30 to 90 days for you to really like, if you are, emailing the universe, Hey, this is what I want. And they're like, okay, well just confirm with me. It takes about 30 to 90 days of consistent, like shooting them an email. Hey, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do for them to say, Oh, he's really serious. I think he's actually going to do this. So it, it takes a little bit of time for the universe to kind of get the picture and then go ahead and start to conform and change things. Now that's not to say that you can't create or manifest something within a matter of seconds or within a matter of hours or days. But if it, the, the more you care about the end result, the more you, value it holds for you, the more it is for you, the, the, the more energy and effort it might take to actually manifest and create that for yourself. The less something emotionally affects you or you care about something, but you are giving yourself the experience of it, um, the faster it'll come to you. So your, your own sense of importance and your sense of, um, caring about something is what 
really does change the time frame for how soon is something's going to come along. Um, but it has to hold some value for you. It has to mean something to you. So for me, it's just about um, using that visual and giving myself a sense of meaning and a sense of connection to it because I, I, I had an experience with it. I took a picture. I saw the window. I saw the exact mountains. So it was real for me. So that's how I use my vision boards. Um, and I was able to create that exact thing. Actually, as I'm talking to you right now, my laptop is right here in front of my desk and I have a massive window right behind the camera. And during the day when I'm working, I look and I see the mountain range that I saw when I was working on the vision board. So it's the exact mountains that I was looking at in the exact direction that I saw. Um, so it's what I wanted and I was able to manifest that. And it's not like I went, I did go looking for, I was looking for properties that were going to give me a view of that, of that type. We couldn't find any, like we could not find any properties. Um, and so we just buy by coincidence or by synchronicity found the property that we're in now, which gave me exactly the view that I was desiring, um, in the vision board. So I, a lot of little synchronicities things that happen that way. Um, so someone said, uh, someone's asked me, I've tried all this before. What am I doing wrong? If you are thinking that just thinking about something or wanting something or taking one actionable step in the direction of your desire is enough, then you're probably not prepared to really give it everything you've got um, because people don't always want to do the work. And that's a problem with with just society in general. We live in a I want it now um, culture. And so if you don't get something right away, then you give up. And people tend to do that. They just they don't really want to put in the time or energy or the 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 energetic substance, the state of being, they don't want to do the work. And so if you don't put, you don't put the work into it, you're probably not going to get what you want. And if you think that just taking one or two steps or just thinking one or two positive thoughts in one day is enough to transform the position and the energy of your life that you've maintained for 20 years, think again, it's going to take a lot more than that. And you might even have to work through some of those subtle belief systems and some, some of those subtle ideas that you've carried around for so long. If you think that, you know, if you've had a really rough experience with relationships over a 40 year period, and you think that just thinking positively for a week or two is going to be enough to kind of shift the trajectory of relationships in your life. Uh, I'm not saying it's not possible, but most likely it's going to take a lot longer because you've got to, you've got to de condition yourself from the old garbage and you've got to recondition yourself for something that's more um that's more that you can relate to that's going to be more realistic for you and it takes time to make that shift it takes time to make that transition for me i mean it's 2000 when i started working on this the one of the big things that i was working on is just trying to be financially um stable and to have no worries or debts about money um and I started that like 10, 15 years ago when I first saw The Secret. And it's taken me that long. And today I can say I'm in a place where I don't feel a financial um, pinch. I'm not worried about money every second of every day. I can go and buy groceries. I don't care how much I spend. It's whatever the food costs is whatever it's going to cost. If I'm hungry, I want to go get something to eat. I'll go get something to eat. I'm not going to worry about how much it costs. So it's taken me a long time to shift my mentality because I grew up as a welfare baby. I mean, my mom would go to the store. She'd go to Family Dollar and she would pay with paper money. It was very embarrassing seen at the time because I was a kid. I didn't realize that this is what she needed to do to survive. I appreciated what my mom did to help us survive. But for me as a child, it, it, it was embarrassing. So I had to really shift the trajectory of my, my relationship with money so that I could make peace with money and start to appreciate and value money in a very different way than just it's going to solve all my problems because money doesn't solve all your problems. I mean, just because I don't worry about money every day because I can support myself because I have a plan for my future in retirement and that's all being worked through and I'm taking the steps and I'm doing what I have to do to get me there doesn't mean that I don't still have to be worried or concerned about money. I still do sometimes, but it's nowhere near 
near where I was um, when I first started this journey. When I first started this journey, I had debts and I was barely making ends meet. Today, I don't have any debt. I paid off all my debt. I got rid of all the debts that I had. And I am focused on saving, 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 and focusing on my retirement and my future for myself and my partner. So that's the shift that it's, and it's taken me 10 or 15 years to get to that point. It's going to take you time to work through some of the drama and the issues that you've had to deal with in your past with prior situations. Um, so I will say that um, sometimes people are like, the more I want something, the further away it goes from me. Um, that's actually not the case. The more the more you want something, it, you're basically saying to the universe, I want this because I don't have it. I want this because I don't have it. If you get to a point where you're desperate and you're like, I have to have this right now, and you're waiting for your life to transform for you to have that one thing, then you're you're holding it back because what you're doing is at that point, you're not looking for alternatives that can get you closer to your goal. Instead, you're waiting for the one thing to come about and that's going to hold it back. That's going to keep it from coming to you. Um, if you're constantly comparing yourself to where you are right now and what you want, comparing yourself is giving yourself, is making you basically is making yourself feel like shit over what you don't have. And that's amplified energy sending out into the universe. And your, your state of being is, I feel like shit because I don't have this. That's the exact opposite of what you need to be doing. Um, if you're looking at other people and comparing yourself to other people and not staying in your lane and staying focused on your game plan, you're going to start to pull back your energy from creating and manifesting what you want. And you're going to start to stick with what has been, with what is normal for you. So it, 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 you really got to be careful because um, a lot of people get into that trap and it, 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 it will demoralize you. It'll make you feel like this is not worth it. Some people, if they are like every day, if they think people suck and I hate my job and customer service and all customers are horrible people, I hate them, I hate people, I hate people. And then you see the law of attraction and then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to change and transform my life. I'm going to be happy. People are going to be amazing. The next day you go to work, it's probably going to be the worst day you've ever had with people because you kind of, you have to see it kind of like I'm using an umbrella, use a rubber band. So when you are, when you're, this is your resting state. So this is where you're used to being. And so anything that you think, anything that you believe is constantly going to revolve around this resting state of being. And so when you see the secret and you're like, oh my God, this is possible, you'll have a little glimpse of what's possible. You'll have a little glimpse of what's what you can change in your life or how you can transform your, 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 your life and your future. Um, then what happens is the next day people are like, if I think positive or if I act positive or if I'm, you know, rest practicing the state of being, or if I'm imagining positive things, then this is automatically going to switch over. It's not what tends to happen is you think positively, but then because this is your resting state and this is bigger, I'm going to put it this way. This is bigger, but this is where you want to go. There isn't enough, force to pull away from it and you're going to get snapped back because your resting state is right here and so you're trying to reach for this but this is the resting state so you're going to get slapped back so that's called a slap back that's you basically working and working and working trying to get away from the thing that you have been plagued by and you do one or two things and you get slapped back and then people say this doesn't work i'm not going to do it anymore um there was a guy at work that i used to that I used to work with at starbucks and he had that exact mentality and when he tried to use it he ended up having massive slapbacks the day 
day or two after he tried and he was like, this doesn't work. I'm like, it does work, but you're so used to being this way that your universe is like confused. It's like, what is he doing? Like he's been this way forever. And just because he's taking a step over here, we still have to make his reality his reality because it's been that way forever. So it takes consistent effort and practice to kind of get out of that, get, get out of that state of being so you can make that switch and go in a different direction. Okay. Um, so some common mistakes and misunderstandings that people make when it comes to law of attraction is people think if I just think about something, it's going to happen. Nope. That's, that's a mistake. It can, but typically it doesn't. So just thinking about something isn't going to make it come about. You're going you're to have to do more than just think about it because it has to have an emotional resonance for you. There has to be meaning behind it for you um, in, in, in a way. Now, there are some people who say, well, the more meaning something has for you, the harder it's going to be to make to manifest it. No, like it, you have to care about something. If you don't care about something, then the universe isn't going to recognize it as something valid for you. I'm not saying to over to apply too much meaning. When you apply too much meaning, that means that you're basing your whole life on the one thing happening. No, but I I would love for this to happen. I want to experience this. I'm doing things that are going to get me close to that. I'm already starting to work in that direction and I'm feeling it and it feels great. That's enough. That is enough. Um, But if you're just thinking about it, it's, 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 it's not, there's nothing there for you. You know, oh, well, you know, tomorrow I want to be a professional football player. I don't care about being a professional football player. I don't even like, I don't even really care for sports. So that means nothing to me. Um, but if I'm like every single day, I have to be a football player. If I don't get, I'm not a football player tomorrow, a professional football player who's making millions of dollars, then I'm nothing. I'm nothing. That's a different story. That's creating too much energy behind it that it's going to start to react in the opposite of what you're trying to do. There's a little sweet spot that you got to find there. And when it comes to manifesting and working on a desire, you got to find that sweet spot and then just focus on maintaining that sweet spot until you feel that you no longer have to do anything. And for me, when with my vision boards, I do, I do what I need to do until I get to a point where I feel like I don't have to do anything anymore. Like it's done. Um, and it just, it's a feeling, it's a resting period. It's a resting state of, uh, it's almost like an emotional, energetic response from the universe internally that says, cool, you got it. You're done. You don't have to do anything else. And you're like, okay. And you just really don't feel like you have to do anything else. Um, but that's not usually till after like I've been working towards something for about 30 to 90 days. Um, time is irrelevant. You can, you can manifest something like in seconds, you can manifest it in years for me, my financial stuff, because of my upbringing, it's taken me years. Um, when it comes to like love or when it comes to relationship or when it comes to like better work situations that took a lot, it was a lot faster because there was a lot less conditioning there, but for money, for wealth, for, you know, coming out of the, the hood, that took a lot longer for me to get there because Um, the conditioning was so embedded in me. Um, too much action, artificial feeling without alignment. Some people pretend to feel something that they don't actually feel. And they think that's enough. That's, that's the same as feeling. No, if you don't feel like a millionaire and everything in your life is reminding you of what you're not, um, but you're like, but I'm a millionaire and I don't have to, like, you're totally faking it. And you do to some extent in the beginning have to fake it to some extent to make it, but it's not faking where every, where it never gets to a feeling of like authenticity. You, the faking is just to help you reach for something until it becomes more authentic in feeling. But if you're just faking, feeling that way and faking, 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 that's not authentic. It's not genuine. There's no power behind that. Okay. Um, the last thing that I'll say as far as, um, Sometimes people take too much action and they expect instant results and that's too much. It's almost a sense of you trying to control 
Um, it's, it's a control mechanism. If, you, if I do this and this and this and this, it's going to happen. No, because you have to emotionally resonate. You have to get to a vibrational resonance with this. You have to be in the right state of being for this to become. Um, and if you just take a bunch of actions and you do too much and you don't see results, it's because you're not aligned with it. You just not, you've not worked on the emotional resonance with it. Um, the opposite is true as well, where people aren't taking any action. That's another, and I mentioned that earlier. If you're not feeling it enough, if you don't feel it, if you're not doing anything to take you in the direction of it, you're, then that's it. You're, you're, you're not going to do anything. You're not doing anything. So, all right, guys, thanks so much for energetically tuning in. Um, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more then like share and review my show on your podcast listening platform, you can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and check out my website at www.fernandomarone.com. That's F E R N A N D O M A R R O N. Dot com for additional content, updates, articles, and more. Um, till next time, kiddos, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you have a namaste.